Won't you take me to Funky Town? I so wanted to start the podcast right then. Is that the password? Nah, that's Funky Town. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Howdy ho, welcome to the podcast where I pour water into a cup. On today's episode, we talk about a lot of things that aren't going to be as fun to talk about because Sin's not here. It was going to be a very shark-centric episode, but instead, for the second time in a week, you get Endo and myself. The parents are out of the house. <laughs> Dad, Dad left. Dad left for milk and mom said, I'm disowning you. Take me with you. Leave them <laughs> behind. <laughs> Yeah. And no, we're doing this by the way. That is the intro. How yeah. are you, my friend? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm uh, enjoying my life as a non NHL focused content creator, and it's amazing. You know, oh. save for the time that I have to do, save the time that I get invited to do sports gamer. It's awesome, dude. I was playing that brand new uh, game that came out yesterday on Game Pass that Davos was talking about. Uh, what, was it uh, Hi Fi? Hi Fi? Yeah. Hi Fi Rush. Dude, it's so awesome. Yeah. It's, it looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so you heard of like metal hell singing and like uh, like bit trip, like bit runner and all that stuff like that. Yes. So think of it like an action. Uh, think a good example is Crypto's Necrodancer is another one too. So the way the game works is that the action is based on the music. So everything's like it's a rhythm action game, mm. and it's awesome. The art style is super cool. Reminds me of Jet Set Radio and like Sunset Overdrive kind of mixing the two. Mm. And like I it's I've played like two and a half hours of it and uh, I can't stop playing it. I wanted to keep going on my stream. but like, I got to do adult stuff. I got to stop. But don't you want to play NHL? No. With with Eshel based gameplay with such fun X factors such as truculence and People loving no contest as X factors, and I'm loving life seeing guys who fight nine times a year being told that that they rarely fight. Oh yeah, I saw that clip. That was that was funny. You know what's really funny about that? You posted that to Twitter and everything, and yeah. the YouTube because it was it was it's a shitstorm and how they're not managing their game and how you're a part of the design council, but yet you're not even really designing anything because you're just kind of sitting there like, all right, uh, can I do my title? Like you guys brought me here for a reason, right? And uh, during that clip, like you're freaking out, making a big like, you know, like as you should uh, about that situation with the the fights. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, this is like an average Tuesday. And then you put that as a clip. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> and like, there's a quote of me being like, right in there, Rick the Dick talk it. I'm like, that's perfect. <laughs> It's like you're in the chat. Like I'm like talking as if like none of this is happening whatsoever. I'm just like, yeah, yeah it's just regular, normal. And then like now it's kind like of blowing up a little bit. God. Imagine enjoying the video games that you play. No, you know? that's the that's the mindset. I remember a good friend of mine, uh, Neeler, whose name isn't even actually Neeler. It's Scott. We have too many Scots in this community. Um, <laughs> He he put a poll out. It's like, hey, do you get when you play NHL? Do you actually play to have fun? And like more than like a good percentage of of the results, we're like, yeah, we play just because it's there. It's like the only thing that we have, and it's like Stockholm syndrome to a to a 
goddamn like nth degree. It's it's insane. Yeah, I mean, I I make sure to play other stuff. I mean, again, I as I look over at my beautiful PS5 that is still at the moment nothing more than a, a God of War Ragnarok Boy. as I continue to slowly make my way through that game after starting my whole roster editing process on NHL. Um, I played Fortnite last night for the first time in months. It's still oh, fun. You, it's you still didn't fun invite to me. go back and play Fortnite. Oh, you didn't invite me? That's rude. Well, it was me and my buddy Dave, and I haven't been able to play games with him since our uh, NHL league finally winded down for the season. Oh, so. yeah. I got playoffs next week. We swept the team, and everyone's like, you swept them? Like, yeah. I played like well, yeah, six. Kind of good. I played okay. like I played six games in total this playoffs, and I have like fifteen points. And like, I'm not going to like brush my ego because I'm absolutely fucking terrible. But it's like it's a good benefit when you're only one of the best teams. You can just kind of like, it's mm-hmm. like, wow, if I had good teammates, I can actually do well, and I'm not like fucking around and putting off blue line deeks as I always do when I'm hanging out with the friendos. Yeah, thanks. For that. <laughs> Hey, listen, if I wanted to sweat it out, I'd play a league and I, I decided to join a league and oh shit, I'm sweating it out. There you go. Well, yeah. I will say it is fun to enjoy video games as always. Play games that you enjoy, everybody, whether it's, you know, you know, whether it's an NHL, whether it's a Fortnite, whatever. Take care of yourself is the message. And, of course, our friends at Manscaped want you to take care of yourself as well. This show, is always, mm. brought to you by our friends at Manscaped.com, where you can use code TUGI, that's T-O-U-G-I-E, at checkout, for 20% off your order and free shipping. Again, a reminder, we've been talking about it for the past couple of shows, but their brand new top-notch product, the Beard Hedger Pro Kit, is live and can be yours. Everything you need to make sure that you can go to Portland, Oregon, or Seattle, Washington, and fit right in and be admired among those that you're competing directly against. This kid has everything that you need from, of course, their their lovely trimmer, which, again, no more fiddling around with different attachments. It's built right in to the trimmer aspect of it. You just got to adjust it. There's a brush, there's the balm, there's conditioner, there's shampoo, there's everything, there's a pair of scissors, there's everything that you need to look your best. And of course, it's not just Manscaped taking care of your face, they'll take care of everything that you got. The Performance Package 4.0 is still live with the lovely Lawnmower 4.0 to look your best there. And of course, so much more from our friends at Manscaped.com. So again, head over there, use code TUGI, that's T-O-U-G-I-E at checkout, 20% off your order, and free shipping. And we thank Manscaped. For sponsoring the show. Yeah. And as we get to our viewer question segment, I'm kind of glad Sin's not here for this one because he'd have no idea what the hell we were talking about. But for those of you that listened to the last show that Endo and I did uh, by ourselves, <laughs> he read the question. You might just know what we're referring to here. So our first viewer question, and of course, a reminder as well, link to the Discord is in the description, whether or not you're watching this on YouTube or listening on your audio platform of choice. Join up on the Discord, leave some questions like these fine people did, and we start off with Young Burrito. Based off of our mascot question last Thursday, uh, why do, why do I want to... Fuck, Mary kill. Gritty. The baseball tree frog mascot that we discovered last week, whose name is apparently Webley, or 
uh, the baseball pickle mascot, Dylan the Pickle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a that's a wild question. So I don't uh... like facial hair on my on my myself or another partner. So I'm not gonna fuck gritty because <laughs> that's just that's just a hairball waiting to happen. Um, so I will. I will do. No, I'm not gonna do. I will kill Webby the Frog. Is too looks like a goddamn reptilian. Um, I will marry Gritty, and I will fuck. I will fuck the pickle. <laughs> I mean, you've Listen. already seen what he's rocking with, right? <laughs> exactly. He's got the advantage. He's got- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Dutch, baby. I'm going Dutch. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, it's tough, right? He has a built-in advantage. You already know what he's rolling with. The others, it's a mystery. You just don't know. Yeah, and maybe gritty, that's you the to, excitement of it. Well, Gritty, you have to find it through all that fucking hair. You have to comb through. <laughs> yeah, use the manscape comb to yeah. provide you with the uh, the beard trimmer. And just kind of like part the, part the C's. God, you might get lost in there. Well, I'm glad. Okay, so you know, if that's the conversation about gritty, then, uh, you know, it's tough, right? Because you have that that set of circumstances where it's like, well, I won't kill you, but you need to use code Tugi at Manscaped.com. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta take care of yourself. And would he be willing to do that? You know, who's who's to say? Who's to say? You know, like, you know, if you want to, uh. You know, you just want to <laughs> keep, keep like, going turning. as you've been going, Gritty. Then who am I? Why you shouldn't have to change for me? Yeah. So for that reason, I'm fucking killing. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know? Oh god! But then you gotta have sex with a frog. Uh, hey, that's okay. What, hey, that's. <laughs> That's why I'm gonna fuck the pickle. It's already <laughs> phallic enough for me. Okay, uh, it, it all depends if I'm putting it in or if I'm taking it. If I'm taking it, 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 it all that's what really comes down to. You. Do you want to okay. be like every girl on a spicy website with a pickle, or do you want to be the one giving <laughs> it to the pickle? So like, I just had a horrible thought. Go for it, buddy. What can the frog do with that tongue? <laughs> <laughs> My first thought was fucking. Yo- I first thought was Yoshi when he's a dinosaur. Just <laughs> bow. <laughs> wow. You gotta, like, you, like punch him in the back of the head to make him do it too. It's a bit weird. Let's go, Yoshi. Oh man. Oh god. It's, it's a Thursday. In case you, in case you want to know what this show would be like if Sin was never here. Yeah. Good thing we brought him on. <laughs> was it three oh episodes of me? And you're like, yeah, we need to balance this out. Then Sin came on. And it's like, perfect. Yeah. God. Go. Okay. Okay. F. Mary Kill. Gritty and his like Amish ginger beard. Also, another thing, too. Another thing about Gritty. Does his like, there's, do his guards have to be in the room and stay there? Because he has like the because it's gritty and his two like assistants, the guys in the suits. 
They're oh, like a, they're, mm. they're like a, is this like a, like a package deal? Do you have to get all three? Can I have one and not settle through the expansion pack? Like what's going on here? Kinky. Um, yeah. And if you kill Gritty, do you then have to kill his, his security? Because they'll be upset that you killed him. Uh, maybe it might be like a Dobby is free kind of thing where like Master is given him a sock. Master is given, <laughs> Master is given Gritty the sock. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> God, but like the, but out of the three, Gritty's the thickest, you know. Yeah, that that accounts for something. It does. It accounts for a lot. Um, yeah. Fuck, this is a tough decision. Are we taking this too seriously? I'd argue we're not taking this seriously enough. I love okay. my BGWs. Okay, big gritty, <laughs> big gritty women. <laughs> okay. Advantages Big beautiful to gritty. BBGs. Oh, BBGs! Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> knew it stood for Big Beautiful Gritties this whole time? I am tired of making stars. <laughs> uh, <sorry>. Okay. Uh, <laughs> gritty is thick, but has a beard. Might be a big selling point for some people. Yeah. Frog is a frog, but that tongue though. <laughs> and then we already know that Dylan the pickles packing. Yeah, he's Dylan, all right. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> Dylan be dealing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh man, I have made a decision. I'm gonna kill the frog. I will. I will have sex with Gritty. And you gotta you gotta marry the pickle. That's that's yeah. a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what I sent you? <laughs> no, I'm kind of afraid to find out. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. That one's staying private. That one's staying it private. Is. Woo. Shout oh, out to man. Burrito for uh one hell of a question is the best way that I will uh, sum up the last five, ten minutes of the show. Holy hell. <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head, I have to show you. Oh, oh man. Sorry. This is this is derailing the podcast, which is already kind of like on its rails. It was first it ever thing on I thought the rails. Of, first thing I thought of when I saw his face when he posted that was that. You're not wrong. <laughs> Our next question comes from AJ. I'm not going to recover. <laughs> okay, AJ. Yes, AJ, what do you want? Is it Hold on before you start. Is it complaining about the Canucks? No, he saved that for a different section of the Discord. <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay. Oh, different part. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we'll be talking about the Canucks later on, though. Don't worry. Woo. If you could bring back one discontinued thing, store, food, toy, etc., what would you choose? Loaded question. Ooh. But that's good. One discontinued thing. NHL 2K. You win. That's it. Right there. <laughs> you you win. God. Yep. It's like when it's like when uh what was it? EA brought back uh PGA tour this year. And that mm. game looks so I mean you've seen like a little bit of trailer, a little bit of whatever, but that looks mm-hmm. so much. There's so much polish on that. 
And it's insane how much polish there is on that, considering they took like what? Last one was like Rory McElroy golf or whatever. And like yeah. 2017. And I was running on the Ignite engine. It, it really makes you think, you know, if games, you know, weren't rushed or, you know, had more development time or even once they've got more right, hands on work. EA's last golf game was Roy McElroy PGA Tour, which was released in July of 2015. Yeah, and I played the shit out of that game. Not even like in 2015. I think it was right at the beginning of the pandemic. I played Those Tiger the Woods games, man. They used to be yeah. good. Yeah, so, then uh, Tiger good did a bad. Then they he, weren't he good because they were did a bad. Yeah, because then they weren't yeah. Tiger games anymore. They were Rory games for like one year. One. <laughs> was one one Rory game. And then <laughs> All <done>. they needed. <laughs> That game was actually a lot of fun. Just a sidetrack onto that, too. I'll go to my thing that I want to bring back as well after. But it was just a lot of fun. Um, they had like the fantasy tracks, the fantasy golf courses where you'd be mm. like in like the Grand Canyon or whatever. Just going there. I did not know how to golf or play golf, but I just knew you had to hit like the, the, the approach shot for every time you get the second. Every time you about to go on the green, just hit the super high curve one and just drop it right into the hole. Perfect. I played on beginner clubs. I mean, that's <laughs> the way to do it. You know? Yeah, just have fun with it. Kick ass. Just have fun. Real mm-hmm. golf is difficult enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, and they have top shot. They have top shot in the new new uh, PGA, not PGA, but uh, the two K game. Mm. Like I can't even hit a golf club. You think a hockey guy would know how to play golf? No. Unless it's Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Doesn't Unless. Yeah, so my place that I bring back, and I think it's being brought back, is so we used to have this place called Zellers. Uh, It was basically the equivalent. Are you familiar? The name sounds familiar, like people talked about it and I've heard about it. Yeah, so it's basically the equivalency of let's say you grab Costco, but like take out all the deals. Because, like, you had an area to sit down in in Zellers to like grab food, that pizza, hot dogs, and stuff like that. I would say combine it with say it would be like the Walmart. No, it'd be like Target with the food options of uh, of Costco. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's probably the best way to describe it, because when Zellers went out of business, Target came over and tried to, you know, be a thing here in Canada. And then that ultimately failed super hard. It was not it was not popular. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to combine these last two questions since Sin was not able to make it for today's show. Um, Scroopy asked, how bad is my philosophy as a Ducks fan moving into the draft? Tank for Bedard. Don't feel badly at the Picks fan. Tilly, we're not undone if we get Carlson. Can't scare us off from Meechkoff. And Hawks asked a question for Sin. Uh, if by chance the Sharks do not end up with Bedard, I hope they do. Uh, who would he like to see the Sharks draft with their first pick? I think Van Tilly. So, in a general sense, for these teams, it's, hey, we're tanking for Bedard, right? In which case, the answer is yes. The only California mm-hmm. team not tanking for Bedard are the LA Kings. And mm-hmm. if you don't get Bedard, are you upset about who else you get? And there's like six of the top ten uh, projected players right now. Six of them are centers. It might even be seven. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Like, you have uh, Michkoff, Benson. And I think Andrew Cristal right now rounds out the top 10 as wingers. There's no defenders projected to go 
in the top 10 right now. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it pretty much comes down to, for these teams, do your best to tank. And you don't have to be that upset if you don't get Bedard because there's other talent there. Um, you know, talking about the, the standings as we always do, uh, because it's it's kind of ridiculous. By the way, shout out to the uh, Seattle Kraken, who are currently the top team in the Pacific Division. I was one year off, damn it. If I projected them to win the division this year instead of last year, I'd look like a goddamn genius. But I was one year off. Fucking not Stradamus over here. Fuck me. Now you look like a clown. I do. It sucks. I was right, but just a year off. Um, Anaheim's 31st. San Jose's 28th. Good chances to end up with top five lottery odds, in which case, again, you got three. I don't know if Zach Benson plays center. He's listed as a forward, like a generalized forward on uh, elite prospects. Like, you're going to get a damn good forward in the top five, top ten. That's just how it works. Um, so, yeah, if you don't get Connor Bedard, there are still other really highly talented players that are there. So I don't, you know, it's not it's tanking for Bedard, but it's not like. Teams have to do a better job of not doing what Buffalo did when they missed oh out on McDavid. Oh, my God. Yeah. And immediately, from hour one, it was, oh, oh, Jack Eichel, I guess. But we really wanted Connor Bedard. Like, don't do not do that. Or I uh, really wanted Connor McDavid, I should say, in that instance. It's yeah. like, oh, we didn't get Connor Bedard. I guess we'll take Adam Fantilli. Like, Adam Fantilli has the potential to be awesome. So, you know. Be optimistic yep. beyond just, oh, we didn't get the first overall pick. Especially yeah, so, yeah. when, uh, and Endo, go ahead, but I was going to say first overall picks in the NHL have been a little bit hit or miss lately. Yeah. I was going to say, do you take, not, like, the only winger available option is Michkov. And Michkov isn't even available until 2025, 26. So it's like, do you grab him? And then take a slow process with your rebuild because he's not going to be built for another three years. So, like, basically, for the entirety of your entry year period for this player, you won't be able to use him. He'll be essentially still back in Russia with St. Petersburg. Yeah. And then, even then, Russia's going to probably try and do something to keep him there even more. Mm -hmm. Just hypothetically speaking, let's be real here. And... I don't even think they need to go grab like a winger or anything. Maybe grab like Braden Jagger. I like the way that he's been playing over there in Moose Jaw and just the way he's been producing. He could possibly slot in at the wing side as well, too. But maybe that's the thing as well, too. You just don't need to grab a grab a center or grab a set, grab a winger, grab a center who can fit into those spots. Who can also be like all around like the first one, two years of your development in the NHL doesn't necessarily have to be as a center. Because you can always fill that role in later and just working working as a winger. I can't wait until we're closer to the draft because I think it's going to be an interesting one. Like you said, yeah. for Michkov, he's under contract in the KHL until after the 2025-2026 season. Yep. And then, again, there's no guarantees that he comes over. Um, we are about to talk about somebody who was in the KHL, jumped over, and was very successful at an even older age than what Michkov would potentially do. Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited to see what team goes off the board to take a defender top 10, even though right now on elite prospects, consolidated ratings, which for those who do not know, uh, it essentially takes uh, the outlets that are out there that put out their rankings and consolidates it into one. So you will have 
uh, your sports nets, your TSNs, your NHL Central scoutings, Dauber prospects, hockey news, etc. cetera. Uh, and, and, you know, for example, Connor Bedard, number one on yeah. every single one of those. <laughs> and then some. Um, you know, I think it's only Sportsnet that has Adam Fantilli right now at three. I think FC Hockey as well, but everyone else is two, so he's second. The first defender listed is Russian Mikhail Gulyayev, who is at 15th. And then Russian Factor, he's under contract until 2024-2025. So yep. this is going to be a really, really fun draft, <clears throat> I think. Like, even after Connor Bedard goes, I don't think the excitement of the draft is necessarily going to die down. So it's going to be yeah. fun. So um, the best part about the Russian thing as well, too, is we covered this on the show briefly. Uh, that proposed bill or law or whatever they want to call it, where if a player under a certain age ends up going to North America for training or anything whatsoever, they would have to pay back the school, the hockey school, or the basically mm-hmm. the team, essentially all the fees that they had to basically play over there. The turn, the turn. I'm not sure how that would work in, t- in cases of actual players and prospects who are on deals because there mm-hmm. is the possibility of him being bought out or something along the lines. Yeah, it's definitely going to be really, really crazy in terms of how they're going to, manage that and deal with it i mean in general like that's been a discussion for years too is russians or the like essentially the russian federation just being like we want to do what we can to keep russian talent here yeah and we're gonna keep making it more and more difficult for you guys to go over and you know we'll see we'll see i mean obviously times have been a little bit different in the past 11 months uh, even more so than usual and that conversation's been going on for almost a decade yeah. I mentioned another Russian, and that kind of brings us into our first general kind of topic of the day. Who else would it be? <laughs> the Vancouver Canucks. Every show, every show, they do something that we have to talk about. Now, this time out, they didn't uh, embarrass a beloved coach on the way out, but they did re sign forward, rookie forward. Andre Kuzmenko, he's 26 years old, but they have re-signed rookie forward Andre Kuzmenko to a two-year deal worth $5.5 million with a 12-team no-trade clause for both of those seasons. He has... Jesus. Yeah, right? Okay, so immediately, right? First glance, two years, 5.5 for somebody that has 21 goals and 22 assists this season so far. That's pretty damn decent. That's, you know, but a 12 team, no trade clause really limits where you're going to be able to send him. If you elect to trade him two seasons from now around the deadline. Yeah. And that kind of brings me to the general point of this deal. He has been great. That is a player you're probably going to want to keep. Endo, they are 14 points out of a wild card spot. The second wild card spot right now, 14 points back. They claim, as Jim Rutherford said, to be tanking. Why keep him? Why keep him? I think because they know they can't keep Bo Horvat. I guess. I think they. I think the two sides are definitely too far apart. Or this is kind of like a um, like a fail safe in a way. He's not. He's no Bo. He's no Bo Horvat. But he's still like he's shown in his first year since coming over that he's definitely 
a, a, a formidable per place on that team. So secure a guy who could possibly, you know, make a step up even more than he already has. Cause that's, you're looking at him averaging maybe 74 points, apparently according to elite prospects mm. in your first year over there. That's not that bad at all. I'm not sure if he's eligible Very for a good. Calder. Yeah. Like I'm not sure if he's eligible for a Calder or not because of his age. Yeah, we'll have another, um, yeah. What's his name situation? A bunting Panarin. situation. Yeah. Or bunting. And Panarin yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> Almost forgot about that. Hmm. Yeah, Panarin was a, a controversial one given his age and KHL experience. So Smith yeah. would be the same, but I, I think you're right that he's not eligible. Um, I I just don't get it. Right, their actions yeah. indicate a team that are trying to keep it together. The retool. And in fairness, I guess you know they also said uh, Rutherford essentially said, "Hey, we're not rebuilding, we're retooling," but also said that we're tanking. So LOL. So this would go along the side of of retooling. Yet, record-wise, you are tanking. I said last night on stream that there are two teams I do not want Connor Bedard to go to. Those two teams are the Vancouver Canucks and the Chicago hockey team. The reason for that is, in terms of ownership... It's tough to think of two worse owners in the NHL right now. You know, don't mean to speak ill of the dead, but let's be honest. Eugene Melnick would have been in that conversation of, oh, God, Bedard's going to play for that guy. Just because of his passing, that doesn't change what we all were saying the day of his passing until we heard. Good guy, bad sports owner. That's that's the facts here. Um, at least bad management of a sports owner. He saved the team. Complicated legacy, as I said, for Eugene when he passed away. Yep. In terms of owners, I don't think there's anybody else in that category necessarily. I mean, you can call out Boston's owner, Jeremy Jacobs, for some shitty stuff in the past. I will not defend Jeremy Jacobs. Uh, but in terms of the the meddling ownership of Aquilini for Vancouver, I don't think anybody else can touch him in that regard. And again, I refuse to turn a blind eye uh, to the Wirtz, uh, you know, to Rocky Wirtz in particular. His son apparently had the right attitude, but I refuse to uh, look past the the fucking hissy fit he threw when yep. he was asked about, um, you know, <clears throat> hey, what's the update with like what the organization's doing surrounding everything after what happened with Kyle Beach? We're not talking about that. We're moving on. I refuse to look past that. Other people can fuck that guy. Um. It's Chicago and Vancouver, where if they get Connor Bedard, that is a Connor McDavid situation. Before the Oilers got Connor McDavid, all we were talking about with the Oilers is they are a tire fire in terms of the way they are run and their owner, Daryl Cates, for that matter. Has that changed at all? No, because we're still talking <laughs> about this team that can barely make a deep playoff run. We're still talking about their flaws. And it's because the management of the team is like, oh, hey, well, we got Connor McDavid now. We don't really have to change. I think it's the worst thing that could happen to a Chicago, to a Vancouver, for them to get Connor Bedard this year is because ownership will just, all they'll see is the dollar signs. They will ignore the fundamental issues that people are complaining about, especially with Vancouver right now, because shiny new toy Connor Bedard, come to our game still. Hey, we might even raise ticket prices on you. It's the worst thing that could happen 
for Connor Bedard, and honestly, for the Vancouver Canucks, for them to get the number one pick this year. I get it. Every single team. And I want Connor Bedard to be a Boston Bruin. It's not going to happen, but you get my point. Vancouver, they're just so like fundamentally broken right now. If they claim to be tanking, imagine what you could have gotten for Andre Kuzmenko right now. He probably would have been able to fetch a hefty, a hefty return. Maybe not Timo Meyer caliber, but if a team misses out on Timo Meyer, Andre Kuzmenko as a winger might be, I mean, he, Tarasenko, but he comes without the injury history of Tarasenko. He would have been a high value target that you would have been able to fetch a good return for coming up for a very strong draft. Shit, if Ben Sherratt can get a first round pick last year, Andre Kuzmenko can fetch a pretty decent price. Imagine if they didn't re-sign JT Miller. Sure, people would be like, oh, attitude issues maybe, whatever. He still would have gotten a pretty return. And if you can't get Bo Horvat, imagine the return for the Canucks in terms of prospects and draft capital for Horvat, Miller, Kuzmenko at this trade deadline. And instead, you keep two and are probably getting rid of Bo Horvat? This team isn't, oh, well, Thatcher Demko's hurt, and if he was here, we'd be a playoff team. You're 14 points out. And, you know, in terms of cap right now, they're actually already locked into paying the forwards more next year than they're already paying this forward core because of the Kuzmenko and Miller contracts, and that's without Bo Horvat signed. Yeah. That's while their defense on paper right now is going to be worth $5 million less. Is that enough to sign Bo Horvat uh, when Ethan Bear, Travis Dermott will be RFAs, Luke Hughes, uh, Kyle Burroughs will be UFAs? Uh, but, oh, yeah, they're still paying Oliver ekman Larson uh, $7.3 million for four years after this, and Tyler Myers makes $6 million again next year before that deal expires. Mm. Yeah, good. Good luck, you you've entered a situation where the Leafs are in, but you have none of the talent. Congratulations. Kyle Dubas, most disrespected GM in the league. (sighs) Not to make it about the Leafs, but like you see that the amount of cat management the Leafs have had with little success. And then you see what's happening over here with Vancouver, who are basically on the the verge of blowing everything up. Uh, with not only having a rebuild, but a retool, but also not a rebuild, but maybe possibly a retool. We're not really sure yet. Get to us. Get back to us in two weeks when we have to deal with possible trade deadline stuff happen. Mm. Like it doesn't really it doesn't help them in their case at all. And this fact, especially when you said like, oh, grab him. So that way you have like, oh, the young homegrown talent uh, from North Vancouver is now our star franchise player for our team you're gonna mismanage him like you look what you guys are doing right now with all the injuries happening over there the fact that the government might get involved for like proper ethics and treatment i can't remember exactly what what section of the bc uh government is supposed to step in but they're looking at like your your treatment of your players in terms of getting them back with injuries and all that your your fans are pissed that you ran out your coach who was done at the end of the year anyway and it wasn't really the issue here. It just seems like they just didn't like Bruce. And if you didn't like Bruce, why would you give him that contract for two years? Like Bruce, there he is. There, there he, there he went. 
<laughs> now you have Rick the Dick Talkit, who apparently someone on fucking Twitter tried to cancel him for um <laughs> is someone tried to cancel him for stuff that happened to him when he was like in the in the er, in the late two thousands, uh along the lines of like bankruptcy or something and like mm. fraud or something like that. And they're like, who we don't like he paid. He went to jail. He did the you know, like he had the stuff like done for that. Like he paid his dues. Why are you bringing this up when it was dealt with? Like, I don't get it. When stuff isn't dealt with, then people should be held accountable. But when they are held accountable for stuff like that, why do you got to double, triple down on it? We don't like him as a coach. Not as in not, regardless of the individual aspect. Like we don't want him because he's not he's a bad coach. You know what I For mean? the record, what Endo's referring to, and there is a Wikipedia section on Rick Tockett's uh, page about um, a gambling controversy yeah, surrounding Rick Tockett. Uh, as far back as like 2006 mm-hmm. was when uh, he was served with a, a criminal complaint uh, accused of financing a nationwide sports gambling ring based mm-hmm. in New Jersey. Uh, there's a lot to that. I'm not as familiar with that situation. I would agree uh, with Endo's general statement of, yeah, let's bringing that up to defame him is unnecessary. <laughs> so you have as... here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. The, the, not to interrupt you, but to defame him for that. Meanwhile, he was on fucking national TV for the past, what, two years. And with now TNT. you decide to bring this up uh, mm. with what TNT and I like he's a coach for the fucking Vancouver Canucks. Like, if you're going to pick your battles, you should have picked this way fucking when he got signed up over there. Not two years down the line because you didn't like the fact that Bruce got fired. You're not wrong. Like, pick pick your shit. It's always reactionary and never, like... What's the other word? Reactionary, not, like, literally. Like, just just think a little bit sometimes. Come on. Um, You know, he certainly hasn't been endearing himself to that fan base already uh they got spanked by seattle six to one last night and after the game he said quote that was bad tonight that was bad soft you hate to call your team soft but that was soft tonight he might not be wrong but it's interesting that he's taking the john tortorella approach uh not that approach uh but the beginning of the season john tortorella approach uh in regards to yeah, I'm not going to be afraid to throw people under the bus like we have a culture issue here, which he might not be entirely wrong. Uh, there was a jersey, by the way. That was his second game, the Seattle game. Uh, his first game with the team, there was a jersey thrown onto the ice three minutes into a game against uh, Chicago. They won that game, by the way. Did the <laughs> Three but, minutes? Um, That's a record. Three minutes. Mm. Three okay, minutes. What's, yeah, what Vancouver needs fans to do now is they need to bring out the, uh, the Toronto Maple Leaf uh, paper bags. <laughs> do that oh, god so to round that out like i said i get canucks fans want connor bedard and maybe for some the trade-off to be the new edmonton oilers is worth it i do think the worst thing that could happen to them is to get connor bedard right now you have to hope that there is proper fundamental changes but i also get if people are like look there's no freaking way change is happening anyway so just give us connor bedard so we can have some fun i get that too so the vancouver canucks holy uh holy hell holy hell i can't believe how 
just how bad that situation's been. So let's talk about some positives really quickly. Um, Max Pacioretty. It was announced that he had a successful Achilles tendon surgery with a world-renowned specialist over in Finland. Um, said specialist saying he's hopeful Pacioretty can play in as little as eight to nine months. That's insane. That is insane, given the severity of tearing that tendon twice in a row um, in just a five-month span. So, good news for Max Pacioretty, which I'm happy to see. Um, No, it doesn't. uh, (laughs) I don't have an answer to what I'm doing uh, with him in regards to NHL, because obviously uh, his deal at the end of the year with Carolina's up. So Carolina do have him on IR and will be able to weaponize the cap space that they have now with him off the team. Um, but in a general sense, it's just awesome to hear that, you know, he might not uh, have to face, you know, an early retirement here. I mean, it's still going to be a long road back. Obviously, you're talking about the majority of this year. He will be rehabbing uh, a very, very severe injury. But just to know that upon the surgery being completed, it's not, yeah, he's probably screwed is promising because we've had he's, that with some injuries yeah. lately in terms of like, Oh, like these goalies have had hip surgeries and that might be it for them. And then the case of Tuka Rask, he tried to come back and it turned out that was it for him. And it, you just hate to see someone's career end that way. Yeah. It's something crazy. We were talking about that actually in the car coming back from beer league. Cause a buddy of mine uh, who plays actually lives like relatively far from me. He's, he's out for the year. Because uh, he had a hip surgery, and it was like an extra growth on his like rotator cuff, mm. so like the actual ball in the socket. So what happened is there's so much extra work there. I'm using a uh, people on the on the YouTube side. There's extra there's so much extra bone on the actual like bone itself. So when it slides in the socket, it gets locked, doesn't like extend the motion as much. Mm. So what they basically had to do was trim down some of it and basically re resize everything so that we can pass through smoothly uh, on rotation and all that because it was bothering him for a while and i said like i hope to god i don't have to deal with that because that's painful and it it's basically almost make or break like you said with tuka rask having that too and uh other people as well also when i heard the story about patches being back for getting like eight to nine months now the possible have a full recovery that's like the good aspect. It's like if everything goes well, because we also had like Carey Price who had uh, another surgery. His he got his surgery done, and now he didn't recover the way he want. He thought he was going to, and now like he might never play a game ever. Mm. Like that's that's the thing. You said like he's not gonna play. You say he might not play for the Canadians, or he might not even play at all. Like that's that's the concerning thing. Or it becomes not only just because of the sport like way, like no no offense to these guys, but they're millionaires. They they've made their money, they've done everything, and obviously you want to compete at the top level, but sometimes your body just can't. Like it just gives out. And it's unfortunate. And I hope that he gets a full recovery and he's ready to be back for the regular season. That's like basically what they're saying is eight to nine months from now is October. So he may be back for training camp, probably not. He'll be back for the regular season, and then he maybe won't be this he won't be the same until Maybe like a year or two after, kind of like what happened to Carlson, where he's just now finding his game back, albeit on a team that's like in the prime tanking position. Uh, but yeah. Other positive news. Uh, Crystal Tang had a four point night, including the game winning overtime goal in his first game back for Pittsburgh to beat Florida seven to six. LOL. 
Um, but awesome. I mean, again, you know, it's been a rough couple months for Crystal Tang. Uh, had that second stroke that he came back from miraculously quick uh, and the passing of his father as well. So it was really good to see kind of Crystal Tang have that moment. And kind of four-point night is ridiculous on any any day and under any circumstances, but that much more so. Um, and then another one, Austin Watson. The Ottawa Senators put out a tweet saying, Sens fans, join us as we congratulate Austin Watson on celebrating four years of sobriety today. Thank you for sharing your story. It's never too late to seek help. Anytime that I have seen Austin Watson's name brought up, it is always, ah, fuck that guy. June of 2018, Watson and his wife were involved in a domestic dispute. Um, It did lead to Watson pleading no contest to a domestic assault charge. He got one year probation, had to complete a 26-week batterer intervention course. Um, he was also, of course, suspended by the NHL for uh, the entire preseason and up to 18 games. Um, it's worth noting, right, as a wrestling fan, this conversation's been out there a lot. Um, and the reason for that, of course, is if you are a wrestling fan, you'll probably know the passing of a wrestler by the name of Jay Briscoe last week. Right. Um, he is somebody that back in 2012, 2013, um, put out some pretty goddamn homophobic tweets. And cost himself, his brother, a lot of opportunities. In that time, though, the receipts started to form in which he showed the willingness to learn, showed the you know the course correction of like, hey, what I did wasn't cool. And by the time of his unfortunate passing, at just age 38 in a freaking car accident, the right. outpouring of you know love and support from the wrestling community, including people who were very well affected by what he said back then, um, showed that here are the receipts. He was not that guy anymore. He was forgiven. He wasn't canceled forever. Austin Watson, here's your receipts. Four years sober. His wife, who is still his wife to this day, um, admitted that she had alcohol issues at the time as well. And they have both, from what we can tell as the the public here, have course corrected, have bettered themselves. I think it's time we put a stop to hearing the name Austin Watson and saying, fuck that guy. It has been four years now, over four years, almost five. And there are clear receipts in which to show he has taken steps to better himself and that he and his wife are in a better place at this point in time. Congratulations to Austin Watson. And again, if someone shows the receipts that they have changed and improved, there needs to be that redemption. That is the reason why when the Boston Bruins signed Mitch Miller, People were, some people, oh, you're trying to cancel this kid forever. No, it's called two years had gone by. And there were still no sign of receipts that he was sorry for what he did, that he's changed his opinion on things, that he's shown that improvement. Hence the reaction of still, fuck this kid. Who's not a kid. He's, He's a fucking grown adult. He's an adult. He's a man. He's a pussy. He's a man. You gotta let there be that room for redemption. 
In the case of Jay Briscoe, that was clearly there. And in the case of Austin Watson, from what we can tell publicly, from what's been said, from the Ottawa Senators standing by him and celebrating the fact that he's now been sober for four years, you got to let people have that chance at redemption. So like I said, I think it's time that we stop having that initial reaction to Austin Watson for what was clearly a very low moment for him and his family that they have since moved on from and improved from. With that, the final thing to talk about today, Endo, uh, doesn't really uh, line up with like, hey, what's your reactions to this? This was another great one for Sin, but last night, the San Jose Sharks uh, announced a trade with the Colorado Avalanche as they sent defenseman Ryan Merkley and forward Matt Nieto, LOL, he goes back to Colorado, uh, (laughs) to Colorado for Martin Kaut and Jacob McDonald. This trade is like the pure definition of, ah, it's not working out here, go try somewhere else. For both sides. So both Merkley and Kaut, if I am not mistaken, were first round picks in 2018. Uh, Kaut's gotten a little bit more NHL time with the Avs, but it's it's kind of clear it's not really going to work out there. Um, same for Ryan Merkley in you know, in San Jose, it's just been kind of clear that it's not quite working out there and that a change of scenery is best. We, of course, mentioned the reports that were out there uh, that he had requested a trade uh, a couple weeks ago. So you have a forward who's not quite working out for a defender who's not quite working out, still both young enough to figure it out. Right. Nieto and McDonald are kind of the opposite. They are veterans, one's who's, one who's a forward in Nieto, McDonald, a defender. So it's just kind of shuffling things up a little bit. Both teams retain one forward, one defenseman. Nieto um, going to Colorado. They've, of course, had injury troubles this year, and I joked about it. You know, he was just there not all that long ago. It's essentially the only two teams that he plays for. It's pretty funny. Um, He's 30 years old. Jacob McDonald's 29. Um, You know, McDonald could break through a little bit Um, from an analytical perspective. Small sample size. He's looked pretty good, so it could be a decent pickup for the Sharks. It's a good deal for both teams, and you know, on paper, it might end up looking a hell of a lot better for one side over the other five years from now if one of the younger guys breaks out. Uh, we just don't know kind of how that's going to go yet. Yeah, just going to go on both, get both ends. It's funny that Nieto just goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because you know he was drafted by Colorado, did his years over in Boston University, dead. Uh, Got his debut in the A with Worcester or Worcester, probably Worcester. 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 Uh, Worcester. 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 I'll say only like that. I'll be like, yeah, went the Worcester Sharks. And then with the San Jose. Then San Jose, the Colorado got traded. And then he got reacquired. I think it was by waivers by San Jose again when he was with Colorado. And now he's getting traded back to Colorado. Mm -hmm. It's fitting. I, I like that whole like. You could tell that the team liked him in Colorado. If he's gonna, he's been there basically three times now. Mm. Uh, two times now. It's like, oh, we like you. Okay, we're gonna let you go. Oh, you're let go on waivers. All right, cool. Come back. Come, come to me, my child. Kind of. Always good to see. I mean, it's kind of like he just takes a beach vacation and then goes back to the mountains to take a vacation in the snow, Yeah. Get some skiing yeah. in there and then goes back to the beach for a little bit. Like Matt Nieto's living the life. 
He doesn't, he doesn't care, man. He's making, what, 850, 850k right now? So he's on, like, a, almost a league minimum deal. He's just riding it out. He's got, what, 15 points in 45 games on San Jose? That's pretty good. It's that, decent. Uh, to a fault, that is pretty good. His highest scoring season right there was, uh, let me see, blah, 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 blah. I think it was with San Jose back in 14-15 when they had the, uh, like, right before they had the cup run. So mm. pretty good there. And then with Colorado, he had 26 to 74 games. So I feel like he'd be a good way to line up the uh, line up the, the back, uh, the back six, the bottom six over in Colorado. And then right. when they're injured, everyone comes back from injury, uh, just drop on waivers again. And he ends up back in San Jose. <laughs> just keeps circle. bouncing around, you know, that's a full circle for Ivan. All that's needed. Yeah. With that, everybody. Looks like we're going to wind things down again. Kind of a shame Sin wasn't here when there were so many kind of San Jose centric things. But again, we'll have plenty of time to talk about the Sharks uh, over the next, you know, kind of month, month and a half leading up uh, to the deadline as well. Again, the deadline, I believe, was what, March 3rd of this year um, in which we should have a show the day before. And then the next show after that will be post deadline in which Sin would be back from Finland because he's staying an extra week longer than I am. Um, so we'll figure that all out. We'll have plenty of time to talk about all that stuff. But for now, we'll bring things to a close. Endo, you already kind of mentioned what you have going on. Playing non-NHL games. Yeah. I actually just had that sponsor stream I talked about um, with Raid Shadow Legends. Great game. Uh, I wanted to see how fast you could grind up uh, to play the game uh, in like one session. Uh, it was like they were like, hey, play for two hours. I played for like four and a half because I just kind of like got lost in the sauce. Not going to lie. And mm-hmm. I got this like super I got this legendary champion. Uh, they could just call him like Big Hulk. And he's just he's just got a big crossbow in the back. And we're like, oh, let's see how he does. And he just completely like cleared off an entire like raid by himself. And uh, yeah, it was pretty good. So um do you I mind if I say, just yeah yeah no plug it away like where can people kind of yeah. get the link the info there we go you gotta do. yeah in the description for both the YouTube video and here for the podcasters in general um there's a link click that link make a new account play the game it'd be, be it's that's that's all I need you guys to do if you play for an hour you should get the level twelve get the level twelve you help me out a lot there but if you get the level twenty five I'll be writing this down who was over there I'll be putting a draw out to get some free merch for uh my my uh my stuff that i have my endo mills brand and everything so if you want to get some free merch uh and help me out because this will legit pay my rent uh in the next two or three weeks which is pretty goddamn solid uh click the link play the game download it mobile pc you know the whole you know the whole spiel we've said it a few times over here as well too so we have until february 1st you're gonna hear this again probably next podcast just to just do it help me out and I'll help you out with giving you some free merch as well. So that's all I got to say. Help the man out. Of course, you'll be able to uh, catch him this upcoming Monday. And when I yeah. run a sports gamer pa- uh, cast, twitch.tv slash sports gamer GG. And uh, yeah, I'll be over there a lot over the next couple of days. But of course, we'll still be streaming live on Twitch going through all of EA's lovely mistakes on NHL 23. There's, there's a lot of them. Happy that. little accidents. That's what we like oh, to call them here. I'm not happy about them, and they're not little, and they're probably not <laughs> even accidents. <laughs> God. 
We love you, everybody. Thank you for uh, listening, watching, supporting the show, and we will see you next week. Enjoy your weekend, and if you're a Canucks fan, just turn off the TV for a while. Touch grass. <laughs> Touch, Touch grass. grass. Yeah. Do it. It's expensive, like everything else in that city, but that's a better use of your money than supporting the Canucks. Find a way to touch grass. It's so stupid. <laughs>